0: Hello, and welcome to the Fantastic Comic Fan Podcast. I am your host, R.T. Fleming. I'm here to help you find your next digital pick from the golden age to the present. Since I was a kid, I have been reading comics and I have never lost my love of comic books. I try to pass on that excitement for comic books to others, always looking for that next fantastic read or discovering an old favorite. It's Tuesday, June 7th, 2022, and this is episode 40 of the Fantastic Comic Fan Podcast. And today is the first of four episodes for the week. Tomorrow, I have Michael Nuttalay talking about his indie project called Cedar. It's a Viking horror story with a bit of North mythology, paranormal, supernatural, and magic thrown in. I really liked reading the comic and had to have Michael on the podcast. I do a solo episode on Thursday, something I haven't done in a few weeks. I cover those Marvel comics that came in June 1962, the same month Spider-Man made his first appearance. I focus on those creators and characters you might not know much about, but they were part of the foundation that made Marvel Comics today. Routing out the week, I travel back to the Silver Age with fellow podcaster Paul Hicks who co-hosts the Doom Patrol podcast. We are talking about Doom Patrol 88, The Incredible Origin of the Chief from 1964. It was a blast talking with Paul and you'll see why you need to read more Silver Age Doom Patrol if you've never done so before. So that brings me to today. My guest has a pretty cool project called Smash Comics for Kids. Rob Taylor out of Chattanooga, Tennessee started a program to bring comics to kids and children's hospitals. And that's only the start of what he has planned. I think this is a fantastic project and think Smash deserves some more attention, focused on it. Overall, the week has some great episodes, so please review, rate the podcast, then suggest it to other comic fans. Look at the show notes, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and other social media. The more listeners you tune in, the more you might explore a new comic, help fund a Kickstarter campaign, or support a fantastic project like Smash. Now, I want to hear from you about the good and not-so-good things about the podcast. What you like, don't like, suggestions on what to cover. You're free to message me on Instagram, Twitter, or email me on fantasticcomicfan, all one word, at gmail.com. Now, on to today's podcast. I'd like to welcome today Rob Taylor from Smash Comics for Kids to the Fantastic Comic Fan podcast. Rob, before we get into your project, I usually ask guests for the first time what were their comic book origin, where they got their start in comic books and how they became a lifelong fan.
1: Okay. Yeah, sounds good. It goodness, when was it? <laughs> Probably when I was like six, seven. Used to family used to go, we'd go to the local Kmart, and they used to have all these little like in the magazine section, there was always these like little two packs of old DC comics and things for like a dollar, two dollars, something like that. They were pretty cheap. So like I would, you know, if I did good, my parents would get me one of them. So that's I think that's kind of where it started. It's, at.
0: it's very interesting when I when I ask people this question, depending exactly what they say, I can exactly pretty much pinpoint their age. What you're talking about are like the comic books that were three in the package. Usually they were written in reprints back in the, probably like the late seventies.
1: Uh, these were probably, yeah, late, reprints of yep. the late seventies, early eighties. Uh, this was probably in the, when we were, when we would get them, it was probably
0: mid to late eighties. And there, I would buy them at the
1: Kmart. <laughs>
0: and, and, and there was no, yeah, people don't even know Kmart anymore. And yeah, this is <laughs> long before there was a comic book shop. No, I remember the, that's exactly where I got mine was those three pack comic books. When I was a kid, Rob, I invited you today on the podcast to talk about your project called Smash Comics for Kids. Um, How did it get started and why did you decide to do something like this?
1: Well, it kind of got started because I've always wanted to do something to help people, even if it's something small, you know, just like bring a smile to somebody's face or something like that. Just even if it just takes their mind off stuff for a little bit. When I was 10, I had a little brother uh, who was born and um, he he had a birth defect and he only lived about a month, month and a half, Mm. somewhere in there. And uh, when we would go there, like, you know, when my mom would need rest and stuff at the local children's hospital, we'd go next door to the Ronald McDonald house, and, and you know, so she could rest and things like that. And I remember there being, you know, a couple of old comic books and stuff on the, like the little table in the, I guess the the common area room right, and things. And like, I would read them there. And I, I remember just it kind of taking my mind off things for just that few minutes. And, you know, it, it was just kind of like back around January, I was like, you know, I, that's something I could do that. You know, if I could work something out with like a local comic shop or something, something that uh, can be done and it not break the bank, but it be something that hopefully is helpful, you know, even as something as small as a comic book, I remember how, you know, it helped take my mind off of things. So I'm I'm hoping maybe it can do the same for someone else.
0: Now, are these for children that are in hospitals or for like family members waiting to see them or a little bit of both?
1: Um, A little bit of both. I work with a couple places here in Chattanooga, and I'm originally from Lexington, Kentucky. And uh, so the uh, big UK Children's Hospital and the Ronald McDonald House up there also let me bring things to them. Places here in town I work with is like the Austin Hatcher Foundation for uh, Pediatric Cancer. And the uh, Hamilton County uh, Children's Advocacy Group. Uh, they're kind of like a counseling center for kids who kind of have rough up- upbringings. And after they do counseling sessions, they let the kids go in this room and they can get like a little Debbie and a Coke. And they generally have little toys or prizes they can pick from if they want to take one home. So now we've got it set up to where if they want to go in and grab a comic book, they're there for them.
0: That's pretty cool. You're participating in hospitals. How did they feel about this when you approached it to them? Um, they
1: they were all pretty open to it. I mean, they, they're still kind of real strict with, the, with COVID and everything right, right now. So, um, But I have spoken with them once COVID restrictions start lifting and you can actually go in to see the children and things. They're going to let me um, uh, bring, like, cosplayers up, like dressed as Spider-Man, Thor, et cetera, and let them actually be the ones that go – Give the comic books to the kids in the rooms, so that I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, but right now, it's just I kind of meet my contact point out in front of the place and just kind of hand them the the box or the the grocery bags it has got the the comic books in them at the moment.
0: Uh, your website is, is Smash Comics for Kids which will be in the show notes. That's one way to keep in touch with your project. And I also see you have a ongoing GoFundMe campaign. Uh, yes. For- and that's also there too how's that going for you
1: i know it just awesome. started yeah the gofundme is going a little slow um got a lot of views but it had only got like one donation so far but like with me running this out of my own pocket like i don't have you know the money to go pay websites to promote it or things like that we to kind of get you know i guess word out on it but um you know, I try to promote it on my Facebook page and on my personal and the the, the foundation's uh, Twitter page. So I, I try to get it out there as much as possible as I can.
0: Well, it's not like it's been around for years. I mean, you're just getting this off the ground anyways. And these things really take time to really bloom and grow. So I, I wouldn't feel you know too too worried about that. Have you tried contacting any of the like, uh, publishers about donations yet? Or thought about um, that idea. I have
1: not um, I honestly didn't think about that that would actually be really good i really hadn't thought about that
0: because <laughs> I, I you know I, I idw I think still does the Star Wars line of kids comics and there's several other publishers out there that would probably you know be willing to support that so that's something you should check into they I, I really do believe that this is a unique program that not many in the United States is doing. You might actually be one of the more unique ones. I don't think I've ever heard anything like this going on. Uh, Have you partnered with any comic shops in the area?
1: Uh, Yes, I actually have one here in Chattanooga. It's actually in a little town right outside of Chattanooga called Hickson, and uh, it's their Infinity Flux, and they have been wonderful. I've got two short boxes from them so far actually a third i just a week ago week and a half ago met up with them after free comic book day a couple days after free comic book days and they gave me a box full of all the remaining comics from that so i've got three boxes from them they've donated um i have a cousin who's a tattoo artist here in town and um chris Atkins, and he um is actually when he goes to like tattoo conventions and things he takes like my business cards with him and he um he donates like a portion of the tattoos to me and he's also gotten people like around there that the people be like oh what's this and you tell them what it is and is would be like oh well, here's a five to put in for her. so so he's he's actually raised um, a couple hundred bucks so far that i used uh Actually, on free comic book day, I went up to Infinity Flux and bought about a box and a half of comics (laughs) because they had a major sale going on with that. So I've been lucky so far to have a couple of partners like that.
0: That's cool. Do you see yourself maybe expanding to other areas in the state besides just in the Chattanooga area?
1: Oh, yeah, I would I would love to eventually. I would I honestly I'd love to try to stretch from like Atlanta to Birmingham to Knoxville, Nashville, up into you know, RA in Lexington, but maybe over into Louisville, you know, just kind of spread here in the, the southeast in a little three to four hour radius, you know.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. You. Do you need any like infrastructure, with any people to volunteer to help, like through online people are, you know, that you meet in social media that don't necessarily is there anything that people can do that's not like in the Chattanooga area that can't necessarily give you conflicts to help support you in some way?
1: Yeah, they can um definitely go to the website uh smash CFK for kid uh, I'm sorry smash and there's you know if my you know, my uh, email address is on there a link to the GoFundMe is on there a link to my Twitter page is on there they can always DM me if they want to Uh, donate to the GoFundMe, that would be great if they'd like to just go on the Twitter page and just retweet things, just bring notifications and stuff to point people towards us. That, That would be awesome. Just a little things like that just go a huge way of helping spread the word to where I can hopefully get this going and get to more hospitals and more like foundations and things in other areas to help spread and grow this.
0: I I'm actually literally speechless because I've never heard again anybody doing a project like this. Uh, so l- let's see, look down five years down the road. I mean, that's where you want to be across the states, so down, up, up and down, and just have an endless supply of comic books. That's your pretty much your long term goal.
1: Yeah, hopefully I- I'd love to to have it continue to grow and continue to service and help as many as I can I mean if, if it ends up getting to where all I can do is Chattanooga and Lexington then hey I'm, I'm totally cool with that but you know if I'm blessed enough to have help and great people and partners that can help me grow this to where I can hit other areas as well that would just be amazing
0: before you wrap this up Rob I'm gonna have all your links and stuff in the show notes and I'll be putting it on my own social media is there anything you'd like to say before you wrap this up?
1: Yeah, like well first of all to you, thank you, thank oh. you so much for having me on here. This is so huge. I mean, it's the anything that can help it helps and I'm very grateful and thankful for this. To keep an for people please keep an eye on the Twitter and on the website. I'm working with my local comic shop. I'm, we're trying to get me a copy of the What If which was is the first edition of Jane Foster as Thor.
0: Oh, yeah, I, I know which one we So is.
1: We're, we're trying to snag that and I'm going to, I, I got to, this is where I could use some help too. If anybody knows how to do like online raffles, uh, help me can, can set up that because I definitely, I want to try to do raffles like periodically on like that comic and stuff to kind of help raise funds to where I can get more comic books or when I go to Lexington to help with gas and things like that. You know, so we're I'm working to try to do a raffle here, hopefully within the next month, because we'd like to have it going around the time that Love and Thunder comes out uh, in July. Right. So we're definitely shooting for that. I'm looking to do more raffles, uh, definitely looking for any comic shops in the area that would like to partner. Uh, you know, it's like I've told people that uh, Infinity Flux and them, if you donate to me in Chattanooga, I promise the comics go to the kids in Chattanooga. You know, I don't yes. take Chattanooga donations and go to Lexington with those. Those so far have been out of my own pocket because I've had a little trouble getting some support up there. But, you know, it'll come. So gotcha. I just you just have to kind of be around a little bit longer and show that, you know, some places I've hit up. But, you know, when you're sitting there like, hey, I'm looking for free comics, they're probably like, yeah, you're just wanting to pad your collection. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> So, you know, you have to kind of be around a little bit for some of these places to start trusting you. And, you know, and I understand that. And I'm definitely working on that to to build relationships in this.
0: Awesome. Rob, this is again, I'm glad I had you on. I would like to have you on again. We can talk about this in the future. Again, this is Smash Comics for Kids. And again, the show notes will be, I'm sorry, everything will be on the show notes. Please support this project. I think it's a really cool project. Again, Rob, thanks so much for coming on the podcast.
1: And thank you so much for having me.
0: No problem. Well, that's it for today's podcast. Again, I would love to hear from you, a fantastic comic fan, at gmail.com. Remember, new episodes every Wednesday. Thanks so much for listening to this episode, and I hope to see you next time.